You're listening to Of Slights and Men with Benji and Jacob. A Daily Magician Production. Well, hello and welcome back to Of Slights and Men. We're excited to be with you today. And today we uh, we decided that we talk about a topic which we think is reasonably pertinent uh, to the current situation. And don't worry, we won't be talking about uh, life too much. We know this is more of a distraction podcast, so you don't want to hear too much about the news. <laughs> but something, let's just say, for unknown reasons that has become uh, a little more popular uh, these days is uh, Zoom magic tricks, or rather, just kind of virtual magic tricks uh, in general. Yeah. Did, did you say popular or unpopular? Popular. Okay. I thought you said unpopular for me. I was like, oh, okay. So that's the podcast <laughs> we're doing. <laughs> I, I prepared for the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we're on a different page. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so Zoom magic, and um, I guess just virtual magic in general. So this is, um, I mean, it is pertinent, but it's also, we are a little bit behind the curve because I'm, I'm sure all the podcasters who are totally on the ball were talking about this in like April, <laughs> but here we are better late than never. Um, yeah. and, and the reason we're talking about it at all actually is because we, one of our, uh, loyal subscribers wrote in, um, a kind of question he wanted us to discuss in the podcast was magic moving forward during the pandemic. Uh, <laughs> I almost said the P word. I, kind of, I guess I can say that. Like, like you said, we don't want to talk about the news too much, but I, I'm just going to quote yeah. what he said, okay? <laughs> magic moving forward during the pandemic, lockdown and social distancing. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, his, it's his fault. <laughs> it's his fault. Yeah, yeah. It's not our fault. We weren't going to mention yeah. it, but okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so the demand is there, is what I'm saying. So that's why we decided to uh, address it briefly today. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a kind of a unique take on this not not really take but i was with um conjure community for quite a while since uh i guess 2018 i don't know i I was with them for a while and we spent a lot of time doing virtual magic because that's how they run their club is it's like a virtual magic club where you're on there's like a facebook portal facebook group like a membership site and content and there's zoom meetings like every week for members and then there's like club nights where they can hang out and so we handled a lot of virtual magic. And so it really wasn't anything strange to me. And so I guess that's why I didn't really have a lot to say about it when, when this whole thing happened was because I was already kind of used to it. That was my normal, um, especially because I'm in the UK, they work in the US. So we would even use mm-hmm. Zoom for work and for magic. And um, in running the club itself, it's like everything was done over Zoom. And, and that's the only way magic was done. So it, it was the norm rather than the uh, exception. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, I mean, it didn't really, I didn't find it that strange when it happened, because I was like, okay, you're all <laughs> finally catching up, this is how we do things now, um, or at least some of us at, at Conjure Community were doing it that way, and so, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I, I guess what I'm saying is I, I never found it that strange or weird, just because I was lucky enough to be, uh, I don't know, used to it already. Yeah, you're, a, you're ahead of the curve, as you might say. <laughs> Some yeah. might say, yeah. Yeah, I think for both of us in general as well, I think that's something that we've always 
obviously when we're together, it's kind of when we jam out a lot more with magic, but I'm certainly accustomed to performing, at least for you, online, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, circumstances and, kind of force you to, right? Yeah, and and I think we might do this a little bit, kind of how we did the, uh, oh, what was it? The, kind of how coin. we did the um, coin versus, yeah. yeah. Card. Coin versus card magic, where we kind of go through a few pros of cons and then come to a kind of yeah. I mean, that's a hundred percent better than mine, which was just going to be ramble about it for like twenty minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think one con that I was just thinking of right now is you're almost um, I don't know performing over Zoom. I think can become a little bit of a, uh, what do you call it? Not a burden so much as kind of like. Almost it becomes a gimmick in itself, um, which means that when it comes to performing in reality, uh, something that might have been an amazing routine, and obviously this can become a pro as well, but at least for now I'm going to talk about it as a con. Mm-hmm. When it performing in reality, it you're not accustomed to angles, for one. Mm. Your Zoom magic makes you become very accustomed to performing to one angle, and mm. it, because of that fact is easier um because well you, i mean it's maybe it's easier to get away with stuff yeah there are certain yeah, things yeah. About D- depending harder, on depending on the routine you're doing right depending on the routine you're doing but as far as like i think some slides become easier yeah i mean like like lapping becomes a whole lot easier when when yeah. you can't even see the uh, edge of the table and for but for instance maybe like the marlow tilt is not quite as applicable you know like depending on where you set up like the mm-hmm. like I don't know, like this st- stuff like that it becomes. But yeah, but I, mean, I, it's, I it's personally think yeah. one dimensional. Exactly, it's a, it's a one dimensional performance. But mm-hmm. uh, which for some magicians, I know a lot of magicians do perform like that all the time. I guess what I had in my head more was like if you're doing an impromptu performance in the street or you're doing it uh, at a wedding or something. There's always going to be someone that ends up behind you or has that angle, even if they're not part mm-hmm. of the performance. Or yeah, so you're saying you know, maybe things- we don't want to. Don't want to pick up any bad habits by getting right. Too exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the cons is maybe that you can become too reliant. Yeah, uh, upon that one-dimensional part of your magic, and when it comes to performing in person, maybe large parts of your performance or you know slides suddenly become so much more difficult because you're not used to performing mm-hmm. uh, that sort of magic. But I, I think that you'll probably lead off and take the pro of that, which is. <laughs> If you're good at performing already in front of people, and you're not, if you're not used to performing on Zoom, it's going to make all the routines that you're really good at way easier because you already know how to perform them with someone standing behind you. So just to have a camera focused on you makes them exponentially easier. You say that because I will admit 100% that I, um, I mean, I don't do a lot of uh, like I don't do formal shows and Zoom and. Uh, we really use it, like Jacob's saying, just for the kind of informal, um, impromptu shows. You know, mm-hmm. if if such a thing is possible with Zoom, but um, I will definitely admit that in in all the cases where I've had opportunity to, I have cheated based on the functionality that Zoom is giving you, which right. some magicians might object to. But I don't know. It's um, I'm trying to cast my mind back. I think it was uh, Theodore Anneman who said um in one of the first Jinx issues, this was something that Aaron Fisher pointed out to me, is that um, you should be... Uh, for a, he said this for a mentalist, but I, th- I think the attitude is a similar one to this, is that he said you should be willing to employ 
99 members of the audience if that's what it takes to fool that one person. Um, which is obviously an extreme example, but it's kind of this thing that yeah, anything goes, you know, to an extent, obviously. Um, keep it legal, keep it moral. <laughs> but it, Zoom is just another tool in your toolkit, and therefore if you're not leveraging that, you're kind of leaving money on the table, and that's your mm-hmm. fault, if anything. Um, you are a magician. Your, your job is to deceive people. And so, <laughs> I don't know. I would say it falls in the same realm as stooges and kind of instant stooges and stuff that some magicians might frown on, but at the same time, you can't overlook as being, you know, it's there, so you might as well don't just pretend Tap it doesn't exist. It. Yeah, you yeah. might as well use it to your advantage. Um, and maybe if you don't, this is just speaking off the top of my head, but maybe make it clear to the people that you're performing for that, you know, everything you see, you're seeing as you would see it in real life. And, and make sure it's clear right. that you're abiding by your own kind of ethics and rules where you're not going to use this opportunity of Zoom to do anything sneaky. Um, and, and you can tell them that if that's the case, certainly. But if not, they may well assume you're doing that anyway. So, you know, um, it's uh, I, I definitely think it's it's worth considering more than just yeah, I think you know, so too. not. You're listening to Of Slights of Men with Jacob and Benji to get access to an exclusive podcast where they go behind the scenes on Penn and Teller with Dr. Rubenstein visit www.thedailymagician.com backslash inner dash circle. That's www.thedailymagician.com backslash inner dash circle. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Well, as soon as you said that, I was I was reminded of uh, Darren Brown's kind of introduction to his performance, which is like uh, basically like, I will lie to you. I will deceive you. but i'm not using any stooges (laughs) basically to summarize what is a great who says that who knows who knows who who even yeah who knows i mean he does right because if he says if he says um you know i am going to lie to you everything he says from that point on you can't really trust and so if he says the stooges but after that well he already told you he's going to lie to you it's not like he said that before he told you he was going to lie you get what i'm saying it's like Maybe, I think he actually but... says. I think he actually says that maybe it's the other way around then, because uh, I think I, that I, is yeah, an important part. But yeah, it is it is an interesting collaboration as well. He has a whole kind of, I want to say brand. It's not really a brand, but he has a whole person persona around that kind of idea of the honest liar. And yeah, I'm going right. to lie to you, but you're going to know that I'm doing it. Um, and yeah, I don't know. You can maybe you could tell them that at the beginning, um, just to kind of cover your bases. Anyway, yeah. let's, let's move back because I have a couple more um, Jump in. cons to, to Zoom. One of them is, uh, so Michael Close talks about in his, uh, I think it's in his worker series, where he talks about the idea of um, mag- the, the performer sh- is just like a kind of like a window to the magic. He should only be like a medium to the magic, not a medium in the spiritual sense, but a medium in the, the modal sense of, of something that enables something else. And I think the example that's, that's, that he uses is like a, a movie theater where you are like the cinema screen and they're, get, they're getting to watch this beautiful thing and it's having this effect on them, but they're not thinking about the fact that it's on the screen. They're just going to have the experience. And regardless of whether you agree with that or not, because I know there's people that don't and that's kind of a controversial thing. And mm-hmm. as you know, that's a whole different podcast in and of itself. And I think Darwin Ortiz talks about this maybe in, in one of his books, the, the contrasting uh, idea of, persona being more important than magic but anyway let's not get into that if you do subscribe to that i think zoom is uh 
detrimental to your how you should approach performance because it's like you have a window on top of the window you know if, if you the magician are the window to the magic <laughs> zoom itself is a window on top of a window and you know what happens when you stack two windows is the whole thing gets harder to see uh, and, and i'm not just trying to be vague here and, and come up with some metaphor it's like we've all experienced when you're on zoom and, and there's audio cutting and there's video lag and, and sorry i was on mute i didn't hear you and Oh, it's definitely an impediment. Experience that <laughs> We've together. all definitely experienced that. Oh yeah. my gosh! Or trying to do skyscraper. It's it's it can be a, almost like a physical impediment to mm-hmm. being able to watch the magic and, and enjoy it. Um, and so I I think regardless of whether you agree with my close or not, I think everybody has to agree that it's just not optimal in terms of like the the, the flow of the performance and and the immersion and just the technical difficulties that you can face. It's like, I wouldn't wish that on anyone, you know, when Zoom does its thing. It's like, mm-hmm. especially if there's a lot of pressure, you know, if you've been paid and there's a lot of people watching, it's slightly different when it's informal. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I, I think uh, kind of playing off that, um, just to give like a pro, mm-hmm. I, we've talked about we've talked about how one pro is that you can, Obviously, like, um, pretend. Oh, wait, found not pretend, but you can adapt your routines to make them easier for yourself, or you can uh, kind of use a bit of mental manipulation. How we were saying of like, mm-hmm. I like, don't worry, like my hands are all here, like nothing's going to change. Just focus on this area, maybe something like that. I, I think one of the other pros is that there are actually just solely Zoom designed routines that work. Mm. only over zoom and mm-hmm. i will say that like again i'm not the biggest fan of this i used to find it interesting but since i run our instagram i get really <laughs> tired ta- really really tired of seeing mm-hmm. effects that are literally sold on murphy's that are like grow your instagram following effects because you can't do them unless you're using a camera mm-hmm. which i find tiring uh and kind of boring but i will say that it is a pro in mm-hmm. itself that there are tricks that you literally can't do unless you're on mm-hmm. Zoom. Mm-hmm. So there's a pro there, which like you know, there's some things that you can only do with that yeah, camera yeah, on that's you true, that's without true. going into like detailed mm-hmm. methods. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And there's actually I did at the same time you were saying that think of kind of like a flip side of that, and also the other flip side. So let me go through them one by one, maybe uh, super quick. The first one is obviously a con, and that's that just like there are some routines that were created and can only be performed on Zoom, there's also a, a, a large number of routines that can only be performed in real life, you know? Or at the very least, it's very, very hard to translate yeah. into Zoom. Like, I I don't know. I challenge anybody to try and do... I guess in the best of, of circumstances, most people wouldn't be able to do this routine anyway, but um, one of the... Uh, maybe like the... David Williamson, Rocky Raccoon thing, where he's got that whole audience interaction thing, and, and the whole kind of one of the major gimmicks of it is that the, the raccoon keeps like jumping into the audience and flying into them, and it's this physical interaction that makes the whole thing so engaging. I'm sure David Williamson is a is a master, and if anybody could anybody could find a way to translate that to Zoom, he could. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely not optimized for it, and and there's got to be so many. That's just off the top of my head. There's got to be so many routines that are dependent on factors that you really can't you just can't establish when you're performing over zoom um yeah or or just mm-hmm. really or not even that maybe you can't 
do them, but they just don't have as much effect, you know? Mm-hmm. For instance, like I'm thinking about just kind of like classic routines, like really classic routines of magic where like, I don't know, maybe like the card, like, you know, a sheet falls down behind you and the card's written on it, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can do that over Zoom, but it just doesn't quite have the same effect as like when you're on a stage, you know, yeah. or, or stuff like and I that. Think, I think that's just going to be the case for like, maybe apart from the few specific Zoom specific tricks we talked about, but like for most tricks, it's like, and maybe this is just my bias, but I don't think yeah. if I was to sit and watch a Zoom show, I just don't think it looks all that fun. And obviously all the power to the magicians that have managed to keep on working during this and have managed to be creative and innovative and just downright you know, gritty enough to keep their show mm-hmm. together and, and translate it onto Zoom and get clients like 100% hats off to them. But Zoom is not fun at the best of times, you know? <laughs> And so, yeah. like Zoom itself, and it has a, you're, you're and it dealing, has a stigma. Has a stigma of work and school now, right, right, right. And, and I think you're just dealing with a flawed medium anyway. And so it's like you can do the best job in the world, but you can't fix the fact that it's Zoom. And it, especially, I don't know how the politics of this stuff works, but if you're at a big sort of Fortune 500 company and, and everybody's been working on Zoom, and then okay, here's a magician who's going to do a show for us. Like you're saying, it does. It's not like you're at work and then you get in a car with your buddies and you drive that downtown and you go and watch a show and you're in a physically different place. It still carries that same sort of weird, like, wait, isn't this work mode or is this not? And yeah, I just, uh, I just think it's got to be hard. And again, that's that's a credit to all magi- magicians who have made it work because um, I don't know if I'd be up for that challenge. I, I also think that leads into another thing, uh, and I think we'll probably end it after. Yeah, end I have one more. For we'll okay, well. That one. We'll, we'll both give you one more little uh, tidbit. Um, but I, I think something else that, that that made me think of is just, you know how we were kind of talking about in the uh, coin versus mm-hmm. card, how there's just that general stigma when you get out of a pack of cards where you have to like mm-hmm. prove yourself. Right. I think my issue would be the stigma with the Zoom would be that, oh, well, it's probably a camera trick, you know? <laughs> like, uh, right. uh, and, and half the time they wouldn't even be wrong. So uh, I think that that's what's interesting to me as well, is it's like if the audience can explain away your performance, they will. <laughs> you yeah, know? And, and even I think this is an important point. This is an, an Aronson philosophy is that it doesn't matter whether they're right or not. If they exactly. think they know, that's the mistake. And so it's, it's, he always described it as the difference between um, not knowing how something's done versus knowing it can't be done. And this is slightly different but it's a similar idea is that you know if they think they know how it worked it really doesn't matter if they're right or not it's because the, the the game is up by this point okay once they think they know what's going on so you're, right. you're in hot water either way yeah and, and i think that's a lot of the reason that i often i don't know after performances people will be like oh like i know how that was done and i've always had a rule that which is like and, okay, we're gonna hate me for this, but if someone can guess my method one hundred percent, I'll take them aside and be like, "Okay, like you got it right." But my rule is like, if you can't guess it, I will tell you like God's honest truth whether or not what you said was like how I did it or not. And I, I because I feel like maybe that's something that I've just developed over the years because I just have skeptical audiences. Um, but I don't know. It's one of those things where where 
you know, I can I could definitely see that happening on a Zoom performance where <laughs> I'd just be like oh, Yeah, and that's one of the, the benefits, I guess, to being like okay, let me tell you the method. Oh sorry, was I on mute? <laughs> no. Wait, what? No, 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 I'm talking about okay. You obviously thought <laughs> I wait, wait, let me let me let me do that whole thing again. Did you fake out the... so bad? <laughs> That, that's what I'm saying is that you as a magician it's like oh my gosh bro, you can, you you can play so that <laughs> I'm blushing bro <laughs> <laughs> alright anyway I'm just gonna freaking I'm gonna mute myself and let you talk okay I think the viewers got the joke or listeners um, yeah they did they can laugh at me okay alright one final thing is that all of what we've talked about so far we've talked a lot about the challenges that have come up and very specific challenges to Zoom and stuff you have to deal with and find ways to work around and, and make no mistake there is a lot of problems and challenges and difficulties but one thing i've been quite inspired by and i think has been a major positive coming out of this is that so many magicians have just proven time over time over the last few months just how innovative and, and hard-working and genius mm-hmm. some of them are in that they've been able to instantly come up with really powerful effects that you can do over zoom or ways of performing classic other yeah. effects over zoom and I don't know. It's it's been pretty heartwarming to see so many magicians just take that challenge head on and actually manage to come up with something pretty pretty good. And so I don't know. I think it's a testament to the collective creativity we have on mm-hmm. on show in the community. I agree. Uh, but that's definitely been a benefit, and we'll, we'll take all the benefits we can get. Right. Yeah, and I, and I think that really, if there's any conclusion to this podcast, it's really just dedicated to you guys out there innovating, so that all of us can can keep on going. Uh, like really like we were saying hats off to you uh, it's not a task that I would wish to take on <laughs> creating a you know trying to create a magic show over Zoom is, is it's not the easiest thing to do and so really just props to you guys props to keeping on going and uh, really showing how dedicated you are to the art uh, and so I, I think that's really all of our cons aside if you guys can make it work and you're stunning audiences who cares you know <laughs> who cares mm-hmm. like at the end of the day that's what it's about is creating that mm-hmm. sense of amazement and and in the people that you're performing for so yep. well done to you mm-hmm. nice you said all right we're gonna leave this podcast here um obviously email us in uh benji at the dailymagician.com if you have uh, further questions about this i know some of you might have been wanting us to talk about the physical side, like when do we think it's going to get back to you know performing in person, or what are what are the new kind of new normal of performing in person? Oh, there's so much to talk about. Um, you can let us know if you want to hear that, and we'll talk about that in a future podcast. In the meantime, check out the dailymagician.com where you'll be able to sign up and get our emails where we're going to talk about topics just like this and beyond daily. Um, also check out the inner circle. Um, I believe for that you can go to members.thedailymagician.com slash the dash inner dash circle um, where we're going to be giving away effects and ideas and routines many of which can be done over Zoom Um, so excited to share those with you in the meantime leave a rating if you enjoyed and we'll see you in the next podcast peace out